you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. When I'm wrong, I say I'm Oh, it's gangbusters. Hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave Damashek. Welcome to a special edition of the Dave Damashek football program available as always on iTunes. Today it is that time of the week where me and my main man Adam Rank over there seated to my immediate right go through the latest batch of 10 names on the NFL Network's top 100 list. Today we're going through numbers 30 down to 21. Nosebleed territory, as they call it, means that we're really getting up there. Uh, Adam Rank, what's the poop, fella? How are you, buddy? Well, I'm doing well, and uh, as usual, there's some interesting names, at least. I don't think I'm going to go crazy about any of the names. No some outrage? Of, the build-up, the first 70, there were plenty of outrageous names here. I don't uh, I don't take a real issue with any of the names that we've seen here. And by the way, uh, you know, it's Wednesday night. Just finished watching the NFL Network uh, debut of this latest batch of 10 names, and you can watch it every Wednesday, counting it down. I guess we only have two more shows to to. I think uh, they're going to break up the top 10. What do you mean? They're going to do do 10 through 6 and then 5 through 1. Oh, Commissioner Goodell had not uh, called me to inform me of that. I believe that's the way it is. I'm I'm not in charge of programming, but I think that's the way it's going to break down. Why don't you run through the list? Okay, at number 30, let's start at number 30. It's Big Ben Roethlisberger there. I had him, and oh, as a point of reference, you can go to davedamashek.nfl.com and see my list of 53 names that I cobbled together. And, you know, I'm not one of these NFL players. Like last week, you can go back and listen to, what episode number was that, 70, 70. rank? Yes, we we had uh, Heath Evans on, the fullback. He attempted in vain to defend fullback's inclusion on this list. It's Admirable. Silly. 
It's admirable. Yeah, he was an ex-fullback, so he, he's obliged to do so. But, of course, we, we, we shot that down as who in applesauce. But, um, yeah, so, you know, he tried to – he came in here and, uh, and, and tried to, uh, to do that. And the, the thing with NFL players is they're inflexible. You know, oh, we know better than you. Mm-hmm. God damn, Ishek, I'm a man of the people. If you think I need to change some things around, I'm willing to do so if you can make a powerful enough argument. I had Roethlisberger at number five. <laughs> That's funny to you. Why? It's hilarious. Listen, who do you want? I I don't want to get into a whole debate about that right now. But if you have one game you need to win, Mm -hmm. who's your quarterback? Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And and give me another couple of names. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. You have one game to win. Mm -hmm. Drew Brees. Yes. All right. What, What big games? Go go through for me. I'm trying to think all of the a, huge games he's he's won. The Super Bowl. All right, is that a big one? Sure. Yeah, he's won plenty. All right, that's a, no. You've you've named you've named that game. He he mm-hmm. didn't defeat the 49ers this past year when a lot of people thought they would. Everybody thought wait, wait, it's going to be no, a rematch, wait, Saints hold, and hold Packers it. in the yeah. NFC title game, and lo and behold, Alex Smith got the better of them. The home team in San Francisco won that game. Yes, that, that, nobody could have seen that coming. We That's, got sidetracked. No, he's yes, at number thirty. He's at number thirty. He was hurt. They they went downhill. You saw his value to the team when uh, when he did get hurt and uh, things fell apart in Pittsburgh. But and they right. made the playoffs and were fine. At twenty nine, James Harrison, another Steeler. Then twenty eight, Frank Gore, Clay Matthews, Julius Peppers, Arian Foster, Jason Pierre-Paul, Wes Welker, Ray Rice, and at number twenty one. Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that stands out to me, two things jump out to me from this. First okay. of all, you have three running backs in this uh, in this tensum, at Ray Rice, Arian Foster, and Frank Gore, none of whom were drafted in the first round. That, it, it's interesting. Ray Rice was uh, a second-round pick. Arian Foster was undrafted. Mm-hmm. And Frank Gore was a third-round pick, I believe. A second or a third-round pick. Yeah, remember he had all the knee injuries uh, as a hurricane. So when he was coming, I mean, he was uh, when he got there as an 18-year-old, I'm pretty sure that he was the guy coming into Miami and as they were, you know, uh, the resurgent Miami program. He came in there and he was going to be the feature tailback. And Willis McGahee was also highly considered, but mm-hmm. Gore was considered the better talent, but he just kept having knee injuries in right? college. And so, yeah. so he was, he was pretty good when he was young. He was awesome, yeah. He, he, had that, he had the knee injury against, was it Ohio State? Ohio State in the title game. But, yeah, but uh, Gore was considered, I think, to be the better running back. Anyway, but they none of these guys were first-round draft picks. Who are the guys, and that's uh, three of the top 30 players and three of the best running backs in the game. We still haven't seen Adrian Peterson. He was a first-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. How low did he go, though? Seven. He went tw- Seven? Mm-hmm. I was going to say 20. I get confused with the he and Moss because the Vikings, he fell right. a little bit to to, um, to the Vikings there at number seven. All right, so he was drafted highly, but Shady McCoy was, and he was a second-round second pick. Second-rounder. And we have MJD still coming up. He was a second-rounder. Mm-hmm. That's why what, – what, uh, what number does uh, MJD wear? 32. 32? Isn't that – oh, yeah, he wanted it to – isn't the number to show? Yeah, he wears that number to show – the league 32 teams passed on me in the first Something round. Like that, yeah. I'm pretty sure about that. So it's interesting. So if you're the Cleveland Browns, does it, when you hear that, if you're a Browns fan, does this give you further pause? A lot of talk before the draft was Trent Richardson is clearly the best uh, 
player at the position mm-hmm. and you know the 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 drop off from the number one at running back to number two in the running back in this draft was was cavernous and Trent Richardson best running back to come out since Adrian Peterson still any pause though for you that uh, maybe they made the wrong move here when clearly you can get great running backs and uh, beyond the first round that you know what it's um I know this goes against because you just want to bash Cleveland, and that's understandable. I'm not bashing Cleveland in the least. Yeah, you are. But I love the Brandon Whedon pick. I thought that was a great pick. I think he's going to start for him in September, as a matter of fact. Okay, well, he compares favorably to... want to bash Cleveland. I don't know, but he compares... They bash themselves. He compares compares favorably to Adrian Peterson. So if you want to make that comparison, using an ease pretty close to where Adrian Peterson went into the draft... I get what you're saying. You're absolutely correct that these guys were able to be found at, you know, they found these guys in later rounds. But if you looked at it and you said, well, you know, you Drew Brees was a second-round quarterback. Tom Brady went into the sixth round. Yeah, yeah. Should the, should the Colts be concerned that they used a first-round pick on Andrew Luck? Because you can obviously no. get a quarterback, quarterback who quarterback, plays well. Quarterback in the 21st century is a, is a different thing. Yes, Tom Brady – was uh you know wasn't a first round draft pick but then again um let's go through Ben Roethlisberger was Eli Manning was Phil Rivers was Drew Brees Tony Romo was a second drafted. rounder okay Tony Romo all right you're making but uh Andrew Luck now uh, and we don't know what he's going to do yet do we we don't know so all right so but I'm trying to say um Manning obviously Manning was number 1 overall a first rounder um, Rodgers was a first-rounder. He just fell very far. Emmitt right? Smith. And now I'm trying to think of the all-time great running backs. Emmitt fell. Smith was a second-rounder. No, no, no. Tony he was a first-rounder. First he was? Yeah, he fell. Um, I don't think you're right. Look that no, up, Blair, Blair Thomas went number two. Emmitt Smith went 17 or 19. The Cowboys jumped in front of the Steelers to draft him. Are you sure about not, that? That doesn't sound right to me. I think Number he fell, 17. Oh, all right. Number right, 17, are, right. Eric Dickerson was the number two overall selection. Tony, Tony Dorsett, Dorsett was. Number two overall Gale selection. Sayers was. Um, Jim Brown was. Yeah, so but it used to be you had to have uh, to get that to get a running back. You had to do it in the first round. Now, obviously, that's not an absolute. The other thing, though, talking about guys that fall in the draft, the other thing that stands out to me about this uh, group of 10 names, you have Wes Welker. Arian Foster and James Harrison, what do they all have in common? Undrafted. Talk mm-hmm. about undrafted Tony Romo. Three of the top 30 players in the NFL were undrafted. Is there a greater indictment of, uh, of, of draft evaluation than this? Yeah. This is this ain't these guys weren't drafted in 1974. These 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 are guys that were drafted in the 21st century. The 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 age of information. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was not not enough info on these guys. How are they undrafted? Three of the top one ten percent of the of the best players in the league are undrafted. <laughs> That's yeah. loco, right? Yeah, and Wes Welker, were they just writing him off because he was in that pass-happy offense at Texas Tech? And I think Arian Foster had injury problems when he was at Tennessee. He did, yes. And then Harrison, I completely unknown to me in college. I don't remember because he's five foot eight. Yeah, it, or you know, he's, he's he's undersized to to do the things that he does in the league. But then again, there are no, there have been enough 
success stories of undersized linebackers. I mean, short in stature. I don't mm. mean that they're that they're light, wispy right. guys, but I mean shorter linebackers have had some success in the league. But anyway, so uh, so yeah, that's another thing that, uh, that that is intriguing that these guys all fell through the cracks for one reason or another. What do you make of Rob Gronkowski at number twenty one? He's at twenty one, and the debate would be. Fantasy people, you and me, and uh, mm-hmm. and the other fantasy uh, voices here at the NFL have been yapping about who, you, what, which tight end you'd want. I think the collective opinion is is that people like Gronkowski over Jimmy Graham. Not me. I like Jimmy Graham, mm-hmm. and apparently the NFL players get it right this time. They're on the same page as Damashek. I like Jimmy Graham. If I had to take one of those two tight ends, Graham would be my choice. Is it his we ad- haven't seen his name yet, and, and mm-hmm. Gronk, is, and there he is. We're assuming he's on the list. What do you mean? You never list? know with the players. Maybe they I think know. John Kuhn's a better player than Jimmy Graham. Who knows? John Kuhn. What is it, what is it about Jimmy Graham that you think sets him apart for Rob Gronkowski? Well, first of all, it's clear that Drew Brees just zeroes in on him a little bit more than than Brady does Gronkowski. I mean, there are there are some times that, in fact, when we talked to Drew Brees at the Super Bowl last year, I asked him that. It's and I said the same thing to Matt Stafford about Calvin Johnson. It seems to me that sometimes that there are he's bracketed by a couple of guys, or and maybe there's a third DB looming somewhere nearby, and yet you just still just throw the ball up and let him go get it. And it seems like Jimmy Graham actually does that. He seems like the better athlete compared to Gronkowski. Um, a basketball player at the University of Miami. Yeah, just a, it's as simple as that. The eyeball test for me. Gronkowski, mm-hmm. obviously great too, but um, you know both both uh, very big guys, and uh, I just I, I like the athleticism on Graham better than Gronkowski. Okay, I think you convinced me. I was on the fence with both of them because I like both of them. Actually, in fantasy, I, I did like Jimmy Graham going in last year more than I like Gronkowski, but Gronkowski obviously had the better year. It just it depends because Gronkowski is not the first option in that offense because they has Wes Welker there helping him out. The Saints receivers, and I know Marcus Colston is a, is a is a good receiver, but he's not. I don't think he's an elite receiver by any. I means. think in 2012, Jimmy Graham will be by far and away the number one target for Brees. That Absolutely. will continue to happen. I mean, Colston is is very good, and uh, yeah, now that um, now that uh, Meacham has moved on to San Diego, you know, you think maybe Devery Henderson, maybe Lance Moore will emerge. But yeah, Jimmy Graham's going to be the man there. The other thing that uh, occurs to me, the, the, a couple other thoughts. From this real quick, James Harrison, way overrated here at 29, I think. Mm-hmm. Same thing I said about Lamar Woodley. Both guys had injury troubles last year. I'm not sure how they can be so high on the list, respectively. Same, you know, Roethlisberger was hurt, but I think you see his value when he does get slowed down in the last quarter of the season and into the playoffs, how much uh, how much that offense dropped off when he had the bum ankle there. So I'm not uh, opposed to that. Wes Welker at 23. You know, that's pretty high up there and hard to argue with the numbers, I guess. But, I mean, man, is there a guy who is – I guess it's really a tip of the hat to the Patriots mm-hmm. for their ability to, to pinpoint what a guy's specific skills are and to, and, to, and to wring every ounce out of them. You know, if Wes Welker was on another team, you know, on, on just about any of the other 31 teams. The Chargers or the Dolphins who had him previously? I mean, yeah. Would he have – I mean, he'd have – I mean, literally half the numbers that he has now. So I, I feel like he is. I would say Dolphins, yes. Chargers, it would be interesting to think about. I don't him know if I'm discre- I guess I am discrediting Welker because 
but I mean, twenty three is very high up there. But the mm-hmm. numbers are the numbers, and so you have to you have to give them a tip of the hat. Last thing. JPP versus Julius Peppers. Mm-hmm. JPP a couple of spots ahead there, Peppers. How say you on that one, Rank? I'm a little surprised. I'm surprised he's also ahead of Justin Tuck. I don't know that he's – this is one thing that we always talk about every week. Is it, hey, is this a look forward, looking into the future? Because, of course, JPP would be on – he's on that on that road to be a top 30 NFL player. I'm not sure that at – on this day, if he's better than Justin Tuck, I don't think he's better than Julius Peppers right now. So it is a little bit of surprising, but I think guys that win a Super Bowl, they're going to get a little bit more of the rub. He was great down the stretch for the Giants. So, of course, he's going to make the list. And- well, and, you know, as far as that goes, if you look at my list at DaveDamashek.NFL.com, I have Cam Newton, I think, at 11 or 12, and a few people dropped me a line at Twitter, at Damashek, and uh, rank is at Adam Rank. I a lot of people say, people say Cam Newton at number twelve. What are you loco? Well, it's based on this batting average. Yes, mm-hmm. he's very young, but he's had one season, and it was the best rookie season in NFL history, at least at the quarterback spot. So I'm, you know, I'm playing into the promise of him. But it, you know, yes, his body of work isn't that big, but the body of work that he's put out there is tremendous. I think that that's justified to elevate him as highly as I did. You know, so you like I say, say, the single best offensive season for any rookie in NFL history is worthy of uh, of of some you know some optimism for what's uh, what's in the pipeline for those Carolina Panthers. So you're saying JPP then deserves to be where he's at. Well, listen, listen, he is emerging as one of the top 3 or 4 most dominant players in the NFL. The problem is is that Julius Peppers also is in that group and so it's but you know, I I I don't get too crazy though when they're only separated by a couple of names there. So, all right, there you go. 30 through 21 our thoughts there. We've got uh, two more shows to go here, rank, unless Kamish Goodell tells you they're splitting it up and maybe we'll stretch this uh our uh, post show yeah, discussions out a little bit further, but and uh, what are they going to put us back on the network that's a great a question ask that when the commissioner calls you ask him uh, when when's our next turn there commissioner Goodell. all right listen we'll be back with uh, more who and applesauce as always available on itunes we appreciate you subscribing and all that jazz in the meantime thanks so much football fans it's been a thin slice of heaven you go into your shower feeling tired But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 